Welcome to Connecting the Community podcast. I am your host, Marge Andre. I will be connecting you to people, organizations, and events that create community. I am creating this podcast in Richmond Hill, an eclectic and very culturally diverse community with lots of trees and streams and interesting people just up the hill from Toronto. On this podcast, I am talking with Dr. Ria Pujo, the owner of Red House Dental, located in the heart of old Richmond Hill. Welcome, Ria. Thank you for having me here, March. Oh, you are very welcome. I'm so glad we we found a time to, to have this conversation. Let's start by you telling us a little about yourself. Where did you study dentistry and why did you decide to become a dentist? So I studied dentistry in Jakarta, it's the capital city of Indonesia, graduating class of 1988, a while back. So the story why um, I became a, a dentist is my uh, my late father, who is a family physician, had wished me to follow his passion in medicine. I do always like science, medicine, and psychology. And I guess uh, I was uh, lucky enough to be able to recognize at such a quite, you know, such a, a young age that I need to work with my hands, especially small detailed work. And I also recognize that my creative ability is very low. Um, so dentistry was the perfect choice to combine science, medicine, handwork, and on top of that, psychology, human relationships. Very nice. That's a nice story. Thank you for sharing that. So Red House Dental uh, is an old home that you have transformed into a beautiful and functional space. I have had the opportunity to visit your office. Can you tell me about that project? It's, it was a long and challenging project, but incredibly rewarding. My husband, Paul, did the design and built, turning my vision into my reality. Um, our previous uh, dental office was on Center Street, just a block north from here. Needed a major renovation. And after a couple of years of careful planning, we realized that it just didn't make any sense to renovate that office because we had to move out, renovate it. It could take up to two years and then going back again. So we decided to renovate the uh, this old house and um, turn it into a red house dental while we we could still practice on Center Street. So I need to ask you if you have any specific questions in regard to this project, Mars. No, you have taken a lot of care into making it feel good. It was just bright, airy. Uh, you know, it, it, it wasn't like your typical dental office. What was your vision? When I was working downtown in a few dental offices, it's either in the 
big medical offices or in a plaza. And um, it didn't feel right for my soul. I guess uh, I wanted to feel uh, that sensation of being home, even though it's a workplace. So when I had the opportunity to take over this little practice on Center Street in a little bungalow, it looks like a cottage. My heart just sang. Uh, and uh, we could open the windows uh, when it's spring or like today. Uh, we could open the window. We could see when the sun is up or when it rains and, you know, when it's still light out when we go home at five. We, it's, uh, we couldn't, I didn't, I didn't have that uh, pleasure of looking outside when it's all, you know, medical building things. So that's how it started. So, of course, after being in that little cottage for eight years, I couldn't go back to um, medical building and feeling very close and claustrophobic. I need to stay connected to nature. Very nice. I like that. Okay. Uh, you are with two other dentists and five other assistants. All are female. Is there a reason for having an all-female team? No, no reasons at all. And we do have a male doctor. Mm. He comes to do surgeries. So uh, our team consists of four doctors, three female okay. and one male, one office manager, three hygienists, four assistants. And we also have a myofunctional therapist in our team. So really, no reasons at all for having mostly female personnel. But March, the reality is that dental auxiliaries are generally female-dominant fields. Yeah, that's, that's true. Okay. Got some more questions for you. Uh, dental care is much more than teeth cleaning and filling cavities. Can you tell us about the other aspects of dental care, your office does specialize in a treatment for sleep disorders? Uh, I would like to start with reflecting the changes in dentistry. In the past couple of decades, at least, I prefer to call the care oral care instead of dental care, since oral care does include dental care. Yes? Mm -hmm. Dental care is taking care of teeth, cleaning, fixing cavities, fixing broken teeth and all that. But how about oral care? So I see myself as a doctor of head neck. Of course, this include mouth or oral, teeth, TMJs, the bite, and airway, which leads to sleep disorders. So our office does not specialize in treatment for sleep disorders. We are a family and general practice, not a specialty office. We do offer extended services in managing and if possible, reversing sleep disorders. We took a lot of continuing education in this subject. 
recognizing sleep disorders have become one of the leading causes of systemic diseases and death. Hmm, interesting. I did not realize that. So thank you for correcting me on dentistry versus oral care and <laughs> the idea of you specializing in something. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, you did refer to this already in a sense, but you, dental care has, oral care has changed over decades since I say when you started back in 1988. Can you reflect on that? Huge change, definitely has changed. And technology has a big part of that for sure and has helped has helped um, because then we have more modalities to improve overall patient's care and comfort. Okay. And do you think people's opinion of dental care has changed over the decades? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what would you say to someone who is afraid of going to the dentist? First, I would really say you are not the only one and you are not alone. Mm. Generally, we are afraid of the dental procedures, not necessarily afraid to the dentist or to the hygienist. We don't bite. <laughs> Aha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I truly believe that if we can start with human relationship, talk express the concerns, acknowledge the feelings, build the trust here first. Before even looking into the oral cavity, into the teeth, we can progress one step at a time. But again, I believe in building trust first and acknowledging where that fear was coming from, where it stemmed from. Communication is the key. Okay. Very good. Something else I wanted to ask you about is children's dental care. I think this builds partly with the idea of relationships, but you know, is there an age that parents should start bringing their children to the dentist is it after all their baby teeth have fallen out? By then, it's probably 12 years old already by the time all the baby teeth fallen out, and that's way overdue. So it has been recommended that the first visit for babies are by uh, their first tooth eruption or their first birthday if they don't have any teeth yet. So generally, it's mostly for the parents so that we can address their questions and concerns. We can share some of our tricks, what food is best to help their development, how to build that uh good habit of cleaning their mouth and their teeth. And of course, prevention is the key. We need to let the children know us and learn at an early age that dental office is actually a fun place to go. Mm -hmm. We want to avoid this fear of going to the dentist idea, right? And if we can address um early concerns, early issues, then, of course, we don't have to deal with the actual issues in the future. Okay. I think that's an important message. Uh, another big question for you. 
Why do you say dental care is important or oral care is important? <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> oral care. So many studies have been done, um, relationship between oral and systemic or general health. Bacteria in the mouth travels to other parts of the body, including heart and brain. And mouth is also the gateway to our digestion. So if we cannot chew our food properly, then the stress of digestion in the stomach is increased. Then we start avoiding healthy eating habits. So yes, oral and dental care is important, very important to support our general health and well. Is there anything else that you'd like to add, Ria? Anything I've missed? Uh what I can add. Well, first of all, I would like to thank you again, Mars, for having me here. And uh, I welcome all of you to Red House Dental Facility to meet us. Let us give us a tour of the facility. If you have any question at all, we can talk. We can just hang out. Uh, <laughs> after all, is Richmond Monhill community. Yes. Yes, it is. So, yeah. Yeah, just like uh, visiting a neighbor, you know? Okay, right. And our, our door is always open. Okay, I like that. And I, I will put uh, your website uh, and so your phone number of uh, an address. You're located just like a half a block in from Young Street, but I'll put that in the podcast notes. Uh, I do like to end the podcast asking the same question of all guests Name one thing you really like about this community. This community feels like home to me. I guess, uh, you know, the, the beautiful old trees, the small houses. I hope they can last. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just, uh, it is a very, very, it has a nice energy, you know, in the area. Mm-hmm. So okay. yeah, it it's home. It's home. Okay, very good <laughs> answer. Okay, well, thank you, Ria, for taking the time to do this podcast, and I hope we see you around town soon. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. I would very much appreciate you sharing this podcast. Please tune in next week as we continue to explore the community. Consider emailing me at marge, M-A-R-J, at margeandre.com. I welcome suggestions for podcast guests. Stay well, stay connected.